This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and you're tuned into the flagship show available every Monday morning on podcast and audio slash video. Joining us this week for an hour or so of irreverent informative football chat might not be even an hour uh, is Pod Stewart, David Diamond and my pre-match show colleague for Friday, Craig Fimbo, my buddies from the Greyhound. Gentlemen, good to see you again. How's things going? Um, Craig, let's start with you. Yes, all right, mate. Yeah, um, sort of linked linked to our meeting in the Greyhound on Saturday lunchtime. I've been hanging for most of today because uh, I got the train up and the train back and made full use of my pre-pass. Can we say Ed Schwartz, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's How's it. Yeah, so yeah, we got um, we went to Legends after Legends BT, sorry, after the match and got thrown out there at twenty past five. Bizarrely, I saw this um, on your Twitter. Is this a future Room One Hundred and One entry? Possibly, yeah. It was twenty really past probably, five. Yeah, called last orders at twenty past five. <laughs> yeah, okay. you don't want your money. It's no uh, good here. It was full, and they, they were throwing. They were going to throw pies in the bins. Like pie, people wanting something to eat, they closed oh. the shutters down. They were throwing all oh. the food away. Well, well, or stick it in the handbags. I don't know. Ashton's going to be fuming. Yeah, weird, weird. Anyway, so we we got back to the station, and uh, Ed Schwartz was there. Yeah, with the, I think his his wife and some other chap and his other half. Um, they were sitting in cattle class on the. 1811 to Liverpool Street. Lovely. So, yeah, he was heading, I think, pretty similar to what um, Brett did, didn't I? I think they they had a... Went there for the adulation, but picked the wrong game, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. And it was good. So, you you did yesterday properly then, by the sound of it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I was, was, yeah, living the life of a local. Yep. Lovely (laughs) stuff. Dave, how are you? Good to see you yesterday as well. Yeah, no, it was good. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you there yesterday. And I saw a, a tweet from the ground. It was absolutely 
buzzing yesterday, was, wasn't it? I haven't been there post-match yet because it's my um, it's not really on my direct way home. But um, yeah, certainly pre-match, it was excellent again, wasn't it? Really good. It was, yeah. Dan and the guys doing some yeah. excellent hard work there to get people served. So, um, Oh, super. I mean, the, the amount of staff yeah. they got was amazing. Yeah, really good, really good. And Brian Talbot was there, wasn't he? He was he um, spotted. certainly was. I think he saw me trying to look for his scar on his forehead, but I wasn't too <laughs> creepy, you know. I mean, I saw one quick glance. I couldn't see it. Couldn't I, asked, see it. I asked to see it, but he, he wouldn't know. Nah. That's a joke. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> let, let's move on quickly. Let's move away from scars. Um, let's do some bits and pieces of news. And one team, albeit disappointment in the cup last week, one Ipswich team who always seems to turn up in the FA Cup um, is our ICFC women's team who put the disappointment of defeat in the League Cup to Southampton last week behind them with a um, strong 2-0 showing away at MK Dons who play at Newport Pagnell FC. Sounded a bit of a quagmire of a pitch. Two first half goals. I thought you were going to say they played at Newport Pagnell Services. Newport, yeah, yeah, well, probably Car could have park. a truer surface, I suspect. It didn't sound you didn't go, did you? sorry, no, no, no. I, I just footed it back, have you? This is all second hand information, ah, okay. Um, and, and the second goal from uh, Zoe Barrett and Lucy O'Brien with the with the goals. The second goal from O'Brien sounds like one to try and catch on the highlights, but yeah, through to the next round, and they've always done um well in the cups, and obviously had that cup run a couple of years ago and ended up playing Man City. Oh, that so, was, um, yeah, a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah, of course. We wish them all the best for that. Um, and next round, tie. I don't know where the draw is, but the next round match will be end of November. And if it's a home one, do get down there. Five quid for adults, free for kids who are going along with them and sign up to True Blue and all that fun stuff. Um, keeping the news on cups going, gentlemen, um, your take on drawing Arsenal's under-21s in the Pizza Cup. Um, excited? Worried? Yeah. Bothered? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean those under twenty one sides never beat league sides, do they? Never ever. Yeah. So, um, but um, yeah, I mean they'll be strong, won't they? They'll be they'll be very strong. Obviously, it's Arsenal, so it'll be quite an a, quite an attractive quite an attractive game. I would have thought um, a game, uh, you know, and, and, and as we said right the way along, a great opportunity for us to ultimately get a game at Wembley. With well documented, we'd never played there before, so. Um, and again, no reason. Again, well, we won't put out a half decent, a half decent side again because, you know, as we've said again, looking at the squad, it's strong enough to, um, you know, to cover these games now without, you know, trying un- untried academy players that we have done in the past. So, yeah, good opportunity. But Arsenal under twenty one won't be a, a walk in the park. I would have thought. No, I mean, if it gives you any reassurance, Dave, they didn't stroll their group by any oh, means. I didn't. I didn't check. Oh, they didn't. So they finished second in their group oh. and. Um, qualified courtesy of a one or draw with Plymouth who were already bottom of the group and then they lost the penalty shootout that the match goes to a draw goes to penalties and they lost that shootout so it is it does feel like a ring fenced under 21s team there's no oh, okay. right. Sacco yeah, in there for example or no, no, Smith Rowe or anything like that <laughs> I'd, a quick, I'd a quick nose at the player yeah, I, I, I thought Arsenal, no, wouldn't, yeah. Arsenal wouldn't be too desperate to get to Wembley via that route probably no, no you're right probably um, yeah but so, yeah home game good opportunity yeah, Craig. Do you, know, do you know who finished above them in the in group? Swindon, I want to say, but I might be wrong. Okay. Did I? I might be Swindon, wrong. If you, Swindon did coach. Swindon are in the next round. Yeah. Very if you can good. pad for me, then I can. Yeah, I, I can actually find it, but it's probably. Yeah. I'm but just well, 
here's hope. Here's hoping they field an ineligible player like West Ham did. We can just get put through to the next round, regardless. That'd be handy, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I I just feel like a room one hundred one situation under twenty ones in the Pizza Cup. But do we really care? It was Swindon. I was right, and they won all three of their matches. Swindon, oh wow! So. Yeah. So they did deserve it. I don't know why I need to search for that. I did the research. Never mind. Did our, did our boy was our boy ribbing it up in the, in the EFL Cup for Swindon? I wonder. Our um, Tyrese. So they Simpson. they beat Arsenal two one, um, but um, and it, but he wasn't in the team. Oh, okay. So I mean, like um, you know, if that had been an away game, don't think it would have been played at the Emirates, would it? No. No, I don't know where they play there. Yeah. Probably London Coney or somewhere like that where they. They must have a sort of pretty decent pitch there, or somewhere like that. I would have thought some of these clubs play it like Barn. I oh know in the past they played it. Everyone seems to play Barn, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it probably would have ended up being somewhere like that. Newport Pagnell FC. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that tie will be played after the Crew match, I believe. Um, and it's I'm padding a little bit. First of December, aren't they? Something like that. It'll be the Wednesday because Crew's the Sunday. Joe asked a question about that at the supporters Q and A and got a. Something about extra recovery or something, but I think there's more to that. Oh, okay, but I had a really good question lined up, um, and Joe got in there and asked about crew, which I was a bit disappointed about. But never mind, you'll never find out what that question is now. Um, Craig <laughs> looks like he's looking for something. I'm, I'm feeling I'm just, just looking at my calendar, I'm just looking at my calendar, mate, just working out that so the, the weekend after the Papa John's will be the next round of the FA Cup, right? Okay, of course, if, we'll be in. If, yeah. if, yes, we'll talk, we talk more about Oldham later on. Um, final bit of um, excitement and news. We talked about this on the pre-match show, and it's everywhere on social media, quite rightly. Um, and even on the back of vans outside Portman Road, gents. I don't know if you saw the, yeah. L- yeah, the big, huge screens yeah, yeah, on yeah. the back of vans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, hashtag pack out Portman Road. Get yourself cheap tickets or a a cheap set of tickets for the three games over Christmas, New Year's and season ticket holders get an incentive to support everyone and getting tickets in and um, money for nothing. Yep. With Sting um, on base. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, win, win, win there guys. Um, and are you, are you uh, I think exclusive here, there'll be, we're, we're going to get involved in the pod somehow. There'll be a, yeah. a thing going on there. Um, but lots of people dipping their hands into their pocket and it is the season and all that kind of stuff as well, guys. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's three big games, isn't it? Well, certainly two. It's, I mean, you've got yeah. Sunderland at home, Wickham um, in the playoffs and then and then Lincoln. Um, I think it's already been well documented for the Sunderland game that the whole of the border, the whole of the new border are over, aren't they? The, yes, they are. The yeah. owners are over, so Brett will be over. I think Ed will be coming back again and um, Burke, I guess that means Burke will be over as well. So, um Incredible. And they're talking about they're now talking yeah. about potentially um the first what is it twenty eight thousand crowd at Portman Road since the Norwich playoff game in fourteen fifteen. That would be impressive in League I mean one, that it? would just be I mean, for example, I've got a, a pal coming home, him and his wife uh, coming home from Australia for Christmas to see folks in Ipswich and he um he, he um DM'd me on Friday saying, oh, Dave, you know, I've just read this. Unbelievable, yeah. I'm here for all those games. Can you um, you know, can you sort us out a couple of tickets? That's yeah. just an example there, you know. Brilliant. Super. And uh, as you said, it's I mean it's, it's three great fixtures, and you know with Sunderland, they'll bring numbers. Bring Wickham yeah. probably will as well, so that will yeah. help us. Our season yeah. ticket holders getting our three pound seventy five. What it is, <laughs> Planet Blue yeah. Team card points. But yes, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I know I know a couple of guys that are doing it. You know, I was speaking to them yesterday. They're definitely going to get their their bundle. So it's within the season ticket holders' own interest to get the pyramid 
pyramid selling hats on, isn't it? And, um, you know, persuade as many people as you can can to come along. But as you say, Rich, that there's obviously things going on as well in terms of people donating money towards helping other people to come along and watch it and stuff. Like as as um, Carl Fuller did something previously, didn't he? Um, yeah. Got people jumping on it and, and backing that. So, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. And a full Portman Road is usually a noisy Portman Road as well. So um, that can only help too. I mean, I think it's spot on, you know, the Sunderland, you know, Sunderland will bring a, you know, they'll feel, I, I think I remember the last time Sunderland were here, they filled that. With, with, I think, yeah, they filled pretty much half. It was the, the one all draw, wasn't it? Jack it Ross's, was the first. Yeah, yeah uh, they filled pretty much half the half the top of the uh, of the of the of the Cobalt stand. So um, yeah, they'll they'll just they'll forget it, Sunderland. Forget this last Saturday before Christmas, whatever. That won't matter to them. They'll they'll come in. They'll come in droves. So yeah, it should be a superb atmosphere. And I, the person I feel sorry for is Dan and the crew at the Greyhound because that's oh. that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, yeah, get involved, support that. And as I said um, on the pod, we're we're just finalising what we think we can do about that, and we're getting involved. But we'll be retweeting and we'll be doing all kinds of stuff on social to to boost that and and get involved. As I say, so um, with that and talking about a, a decent crowd, um, let's let's talk about Oxford. And it was a, a, a decent enough crowd. Um, Oxford brought nine hundred of, which it's not a it's not a particularly long trip as the crow flies, but it's annoying trip because you kind of have to go down and then across and then up, and uh, and for good reason if you're an Oxford fan because your team is currently sixth in the league, looking pretty solid as we talked about on the pre-match show as well. Talking about Ipswich very quickly, let's have a look at the team. Um, a couple of changes, most um, significant of which is left-back. Uh, whispers in the grapevine that something yeah. might be afoot on um, on Saturday afternoon. And so it proved to be with Bailey Clements, who impressed in the second half against Cole U, um, taking that left-back spot with no Matt Penny or... Um, Hayden Coulson, is it? Or Lewis Coulson? I always get the name mixed up um, on the bench. And over on the other side, no surprises with Vincent Young's injury. Um, he also didn't make the 18 either. That Genoi Danassian returns. Otherwise, it's as you were from Wickham. And if you tuned into the excellent pre-match show, you'll know that um, Oxford were missing and they're holding midfielder Alex Green Rodriguez. with a, This is one of those ones I'm going to remove the team so i can see you guys and we talked about this but this is um one of those situations where you play a strong team in the fa cup first round dave and you pray that you win and you pray you don't get injuries and oxford drew with with bristol rovers at home and lost rodriguez who's one of their best midfielders on an eight with an acl injury ACL, it's just so, law. yeah yeah so no surprises that he was missing and nor jack stevens in goal um, who'd kept all of the clean sheets that they've managed to keep this so far this season. Uh, Simon Eastwood, who had a long kick on him, um, who came into goal a few weeks ago. He kept his place, obviously, and was looking for his first clean sheet of the season. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And otherwise, Herbie Kane shifted into the central berth, um, departed by Rodriguez, and Cameron Brannigan slotted in on the left-hand side of their midfield three. Otherwise, it's as you were, 4-3-3 there, guys. Um Thoughts on the Ipswich selection, Craig? Um, well, as, as you say, good, very good that um, Bailey Clements got a start, and it and it does go to show that if you do perform in the in the you know, supposedly lower matches, if you like, that you you know you will get your chance in in the first team. Um, I was a little bit 
no, sorry, probably surprised maybe that Luco didn't get stuck because he played well. I thought during the week, certainly first half, he played well. Um, and you know, you can't argue that they are persevering with Kyle Edwards at the moment. I he's getting plenty of opportunity, plenty of starts to uh, to to do his bits and pieces. But he just needs to start adding some, you know, some stats, doesn't he? Really, some he needs some numbers, as as they say, to to back up his obvious obvious potential. Yeah. And, and Dave, Selena favoured for Chaplin in that number 10 position. Your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, a little bit harsh on Chaplin, isn't it? I think. I mean, obviously, Selena, Selena played that role and scored two goals at, you know, away at, away at Wickham. So, yeah, you can see why. But, yeah, I think that's a little bit harsh on Chaplin. I didn't see any of it in the week. I didn't go and put, my lad went and he said Chaplin wasn't great during the week maybe that had something to do with it but I don't know right. I think he was always gonna he was always gonna play Selena there once once he knew he was obviously available and not away on Kosovan Kosovan into um international duties but I totally agree what Craig said about Edwards you know you're just waiting for him to catch fire really aren't you because he's he's got it and even first staff you know he had that fullback on toast I thought yeah a bit predictable I'd like to see him come inside more because I think he's predominantly is right footed but you know but I think he's Beats player either way, but I'd just like to see him vary it, vary it more, you know. But um, yeah, just just frustrating. He's one of these, you know. He's got it. You can see he's got it, and you know. But it's just that final ball, that final, yeah, that just final bit of play, that final ball, that final shot. We saw it all yesterday, didn't we? Just not quite. Yeah. Um, but what, but what he does do, he does just keep going, though, doesn't he? You know, he doesn't oh, he's seem to suffer motion. from he's unbelievable. confidence-wise, yeah. does he? You know, every time he gets all, he will, at least, if nothing else, he'll get you 20 yards up the pitch. Oh, right? absolutely. He'll get 20, 30 no, no, yards he, up the no, pitch. No, no, and... he's, he's not, you know, he's not having a bad run of form at all. It's no. just that, it's just so frustrating because you can see the talent there and you can see what he's got. And it's just delivering that, really. Um, again, I think you said yesterday, Rich, no, no, obviously no goals, but no assists either, which you think, you know, we scored, what, 30-odd goals. And he's played, he's had a lot of time. Um but you see what he is. It will come. It must come. He's, he's too good. He's too. He's too good. Not for it. Not for it to come good for him. Yeah, and he wasn't the only one who was lacking end product I, yesterday. No. Um, but as you say, it's 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 a it's a it's a sequence, isn't it? Which is why we're we're talking about rather than necessarily picking on it from yesterday. I mean, absolutely. It's worth saying. No surprises with Oxford, um, but they did come out. Uh, you know, from the minute one and pinned us right back, really didn't good. they? Really good. Against the Isla clearing across from Henry. Um, not Henry. What's his stuff? Forgotten his name already. Is it Henry? No. Yeah. Yes, it is James Henry. There we go. I'm second <laughs> twice. I've second guessed myself. <laughs> it's a confidence, guys. It's all about the confidence. Um, but I thought, yeah, Oxford. I mean, this was a pattern for most of the game. A lot of dominance, a lot of territory actually early on that half, but didn't really back it up with with efforts on goal. And actually, the first real attempt of the game is this corner on five minutes, a rare foray forward down the left-hand side between Selena, Edwards, um, Clement sends up with a corner. And it's very similar to the Shrewsbury goal that Bond scored, isn't it? Um, it's probably a, a slightly lower delivery. Bond doesn't have to leap for it. Um, and he hits hits the post, guys. I don't know if either of you had a good view on that. But... I was too low. I didn't. Obviously, I saw it. I thought it had been blocked. I didn't even realise it, it hit the post from my view. I was totally blocked at that. Craig probably could see that better from where he was. But Yeah, yeah, we, look right, yeah we look straight at it. It's the same. It's basically, this, as you say, Richard, it's the same, same run, wasn't it? Gets it's the same the run that post. you made. Um, and as you say, again, the, the elevation wasn't there for him to be able to flick it back. So, yeah, he's... he's 
he did well to get a, get a, and the goalkeeper was nowhere near it looking at oh, the replays he was he was, he was watching it wasn't he watching it yeah. the and the man on the post as well I think there's a man on the post yeah. there and but yeah he made he, a really um, good connection he really did it but was he a quite get a stooping that. firm header wasn't it purchase couldn't get the purchase on it could he yeah yeah couldn't direct it probably Oxford's best chance comes a couple of minutes later um, Taylor we talked talk about Taylor being a pest in the penalty area but actually here he's out on the right hand side spins a pass inside to Sykes who manages to he's kind of quite yeah. central but it's, he, I, may, I don't know if he's falling down but he gets a pretty firm side foot contact on the ball and this is a really I think this is a save that Walton can make because he's got the height I was wondering whether Haladki who's not as uh, as tall whether Haladki is a bit of a more struggle for him it's a it looks comfortable for Walton guys but you know, because it's a well-struck shot, but is it a comfortable save because he's tall? Is I guess yeah, my possibly. question. He did, he, I, we couldn't really decide from our end whether it was one one for the cameras sort of thing, <laughs> or or whether it was, as you say, it, it, by virtue of him being six foot four, six foot five, it um, it looked it ended up being a comfortable save. Um, but and as, and as you say, before they they didn't really pepper us. But I was really really impressive, Oxford. The first yeah first half of the half really. I think they really did a job on us, really didn't they? Did. They didn't give us any time at the back. They were pressing us. They were pressing us up front. Herbie came was having a lovely old time of it in front of their uh, in front of their back four, wasn't he? Selena wasn't really picking him up. Um, but just didn't well. let our picking, central two didn't let Morsi or Evans settle on the ball at all. They were snapping yeah. right in every yeah. every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it was an entertaining nil nil, quite end to end. Um, and ninety minutes, there's this other effort on the post. Um, it's a it's Walton chipped ball, dinked ball out to Clements, um, who's hugging the touchline, and he goes for a run, doesn't he, guys? Right up to the eighteen yard box from feed Selena. Um, and Craig, is this a kind of a low bobbler that it's the bounce that maybe beats the keeper, or is this is the keeper not getting this one? And yeah, yeah, he didn't really have much of a backcliff, did he? He sort of got just sort of got it a little bit stuck under his feet and just. Got got it out towards goal just to get a, get a shot off, and he he had a lot of time, didn't he? He had a lot of time just on on the edge of the box there, twenty yards out, and we thought, well, this is a sign of things to come. You know, Selena's picking up these little pockets of space and getting shots off and bits and pieces like that. But that's that was pretty much pretty much it from him, poor old boy, for the for the entirety of the match. But again, as you say about Clements, it just goes to show that you know he's decent going forward. He picked out a lovely pass, didn't panic, saw Selena in space and you know, slotted inside to him, but then going back one further. Um, phase that lovely pass from from Walton, wasn't it? He mm. picks out uh, Bailey Clements' he's, chest from about fifty yards. Walton's so good. He's so good, isn't he? I mean, I think it helps perhaps that he's got now got you know our keeper has now got someone like Edmondson playing in front oh, of him, who yeah. I think could turn out to be our best signing of the lot. Really, he's yeah. an unbelievable player. But um, Walton just he comes, he just instills confidence. So you know, when he comes for a ball, he's, ultimately he's going to get there. He catches well, he kicks well, distributes well. Um, you know. We were saying earlier on the season that in recent games, you know, some of those corners dropping dropping in on Ladke just didn't really give you that confidence that he was going to gather it cleanly. Where Walton is, yeah, top quality. And, yeah, and that was particularly important second half, wasn't it? As well, sorry, Craig. Yeah, no, I was saying, poor Ladke midweek was yeah, back to his nervous, nervous kit and yeah, self, wasn't he? Had a moment, didn't he? Yeah. Like pressure, I suppose, pressure to perform now, isn't it? You know, Walton's obviously got the, you know, got the got the keeper's jersey at the moment, and when he does get a chance, there's a lot of pressure on him to perform now, isn't it? Yep, yep, and this is uh, the half continues in a similar kind of vein, end to end. And Oxford, it's largely crosses and, and attempts to to get in down the sides. Um, there's a cross on thirty nine for Henry that misses Taylor in the middle. Who 
Taylor was a pest, but didn't really cause a huge amount of aggro. It's mainly down the wide positions. But 42, I'm watching this back on the highlights again. Um, this is a fortunate situation here. Enciala is, is an alert to the, a ball that just slices straight through the middle of the pitch for us. Um, and I think it's Holland who gets in. And it's a kind of combination of desperate lunges and last gasp tackles from Danassi and then eventually Enciala, who to me bundles through the back of Holland to make contact with the ball in the penalty area. And I think strange one. lucky. It was a strange one because the Oxford players, I can't recall making no. a huge deal of it. Robinson went absolutely batshit yeah. crazy. Gets and a bucket for his. That was yeah, the start yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely went. But their players didn't really make a lot of it. And at the time you think, oh, good challenge, you know, but when you see it from behind Norstan, and I think one of the guys, one of the guys in the studio last night on the on Quest on the EFL show was an Oxford was an Oxford yeah, fan. George, yeah. And yeah, and he said if you look back at that one and the one perhaps you're going to speak about, actually when you look back at them, yeah, they're both good shouts actually. Yeah. Uh, great uh, other end of the pitch for you, but yeah. But it Yeah, but it's sort of one you you would have thought that if it would if it was our player getting tackled or it was it's away I was going to say the manor ground there, but it's away at, at Oxford, <laughs> then it's it's going to be a home decision penalty you would have maybe so thought, yeah. yeah good maybe shout so. yeah and i mean there's one of those towards the end which i will talk about um but there was a couple yeah there were a couple of penalty incidents and i've i've not got that second one but um fortunate i think and we so, mentioned carl robinson getting his but a yellow card for um, protesting a bit strongly well i will say and probably no one saw this on oxford's twitter they pre-recorded a gif a gif of him looking incredulous um, to to tweet that he's got booked. Can you imagine doing that in the summer with the players doing their kind of goal celebrations? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, can we can we have the boss, please? Just to, when you get booked or sent off, can you, you kind of do a little? Ooh, I don't know. Was it me? Incredulity, please. Give me incredulity, Carl. Incredulity. Yeah. Shoulder shrug. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, um, he was also dressed dressed for a night out, wasn't he? Did you notice that? He's wearing his jeans yeah, and his cool. white, tra- jeans yeah, and white trainers. trainers on. He had his yeah. superstar on and he was, yeah, he had his sort of like bomber jacket on, white T-shirt. Yeah, he, was getting on the, he was getting on yeah. the 1811 down to Liverpool Street. <laughs> He's going yeah. straight down. Hamilton Hall, isn't he? Yeah. Good, for, good luck to him. <laughs> uh, that's half-time, guys. And you, I, I, My thoughts at, at half-time were that we'd not been particularly fluent and yet there's two chances off the woodwork there. Am I being overly critical or did you feel a bit disappointed? I think you're right. It's a strange first half though, because probably the two chances, you know, twice that you hit the post when Oxford are very much in the ascendancy, you know, they're perhaps two of the only times we got close to their, well, one was a corner obviously, but we got close to their box. It was, it was a strange, there you go. It was a strange old half really. Then it, it changed again, but yeah, we didn't really create. I think our wide players were. I've already sort of mentioned Edwards. Burns wasn't quite. Yeah, he was quiet, wasn't yesterday. he? Yeah. Not, not himself really. Um, but we never, we never really played it through Burns at all. No, he didn't knock it, knock no. it past him into the channels. He didn't, he no, didn't he get it much to feet. He didn't so, just have much Selena, of the ball. At Selena all. could have played him in a couple of times, and he, 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 Selena plays these sort of disguised balls, didn't he? And perhaps Burns wasn't quite on his wavelength, but they were both intercepted. You know, the sort of ball had they been successful, and Burns would have been away. But yeah, it just weren't quite there yesterday, was it? No, and Bond's getting a lot of chat about how isolated Bond seems to be getting yeah. as well. It just didn't yeah. for the, me. The front four just didn't really didn't work. really work yesterday. And no. as I said, as and yet two efforts off the post in the first half. So maybe being overly critical. 
Okay. Yeah, you don't know whether Bond's, Bond's isolation is linked to the fact that it's Selena playing in the number 10 rather than Chaplin playing in the number 10, possibly. You know, Chaplin mm. does tend to stay no, a bit agree. further forward, doesn't he? Whereas, yeah. whereas Selena drops deep to try and create, Chaplin's very much in the box, in and around the You box. know, you, you see some of, some of Chaplin's goals, I mean, uh, the one at Portsmouth, you wouldn't have seen Selena in that position. No. You know, the one no. where he sweeps in the cross from, what, eight yards? I mean, you just wouldn't be there. So, yeah, that, you're right there. Yeah, it'll be interesting one to see what Cook does next week. Um, whether, because the Wickham game is, is, is kind of been a set of benchmark, isn't it? And, and I can understand trying to keep that team together. But as we talked about on Friday, Craig, or maybe on on the live show with Joe, it does feel like a horses for courses selection. And maybe that was Burgess at left back for Wickham being a, a necessity in that situation. But I do wonder whether, you know, it's, it's now a run of games without a goal admittedly in cup competitions but yeah and, and then on on saturday it just feels like something maybe needs a little bit of a yeah i think so i think i, I don't think anybody could have any qualms about being you know replaced there's plenty of people chomping at the bit to to, to come in and you could replace the the front four couldn't yep. you, in effect and, and not yeah, no, we've not got... have any noticeable dropping quality questions along those lines so we'll, we'll put that up yeah. later on i mean the second half i thought as as we tend to do at home started really positive actually and created chances there's a shot for selena on 52 and then 56 this is probably the moment um and yeah. it's bailey clements is is has the exact identical dilemma he had on tuesday and when he chose to shoot this time he chooses to pass which is probably the right call albeit he's in a quite a lot of space and probably has the whole goal to aim at or no he's to one side isn't he but yeah. and it's it's a it's a low cross down the corridor of uncertainty and it's kind of Gaza-esque, but probably not as close as Euro 96 Gaza in the semi-final from Bond sliding in, but um, a good moment there. Think, and, and... Do you think his judgment was perhaps slightly not impaired judgment, but because he was in a similar position on Tuesday and blazed over that he didn't shoot there, maybe, you know, maybe yeah. that was just... And it was... I think you're right, he did the right thing. He just put it in a really good area and the pitch was sort of drizzly all through the game. It was lively, wouldn't it? It was just... Fizzed away, it's a bit yeah. slick, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but he, he, I thought he, yeah. he did really well. I thought the lad did really well. Yeah, well, we'll talk about him. But should we talk about him at full time? Let's talk about him now because I've, I've not got a huge amount of commentary left. He picks up a naughty yellow card. I thought it was Lee Evans, but it's been given to well, you. Were, to you were telling us in the Graham that you, you know, you, your father and you know his dad quite well. Did you hear anything more from him after the game? No, I haven't. Yeah. I, I had a chat to his we brother. Who, nine, his brother plays for Braintree. Yeah, um, I know he plays a good stand. And yeah. so he couldn't unfortunately make it yesterday. But obviously they're super proud. And, it, and we all, I, there, there was definitely a, I, I got the sense that the crowd wanted him to do well. There were yeah. interceptions, yeah. headers, even the, the runs forwards where people Seriously, wanted him to I, do well. I think there was perhaps one pass astray that barely put a foot wrong. But no, and Oxford are always going to have overloads down his He's side. Against and Henry, experienced up player. against Henry and Sykes, and and I did, and Edmondson kind of came in and sorted out a few bits and pieces for he him. Was, but he was he was probably our man of the match. Edmondson was yesterday. yesterday again. He's a player, but, proper player. But I guess if the mentality is, or if the approach that Cook takes is similar to Lambert, as in, or does it rather than says it, unlike Lambert did. Is this now um, Clements' shirt, the, the the left back shirt? I guess it, if there's doubts about injuries in those positions, yeah. Craig, yeah. is it is he playing himself into contention to be a regular starter? Yeah, yeah, I don't see why not at all. And as you say about Coulson, if Coulson isn't going to be fit, they're going to have to make a decision in January, aren't they, as to whether they can carry on with him not being, a, you know, paying a loan fee, paying a 
portion of his wages, not getting any any game time out of him, um, you may well find that you know he's he's sent back to Borough, and also Borough having a new manager, they might they might want to look at him, have a look at him themselves. Mate, yeah. Warnock didn't fancy him at all, but um, there is some suggest that Wilder, and, Wilder may fancy him. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's he sort of grasped it well because I mean, look, two or three weeks ago, two weeks ago is very much third in the pecking order, wasn't he? Behind, yeah. um, obviously behind Penny, who had the shirt then. Then Coulson came in, injured. Penny had a mare at Plymouth, I think. Then, yeah. um, obviously, Coulson comes back, picks his injury, and there you are. You know, he gets an opportunity against um, gets an opportunity against Cole Ewan, and takes it. It's great. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I just feel sorry for his dad because I'm sure he kicks and heads every single ball, so he might need to oh, go can and, you imagine? Can you go imagine? and watch his brother at Braintree instead rather than um, the nurse uh, might not. If he, if, he, if he hit that shot and scored, uh, he would have been on the pitch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Please tell me his dad's, his dad's name's Ray. He's... <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, I just see. I have to mentally. I have to stitch these all together when you do these kind of gags. Great. He's, he's only just uh, trying to grasp the um, idea of Sting being in Die Straits. Yeah, they get the Die Straits thing. I'm still thinking about that. It's like there's a Family Guy gag, isn't it, where he's 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 thinking through a joke and gets it about three or four days later in the middle of the night and shouts it out. <laughs> oh, I get. Oh, yeah. me. I'll do that on the live show next week. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Uh, 62, we've talked about this and this kind of sums up the afternoon. Edwards, really lovely solo run down the left-hand side and rather than looking up and I think Morsey is possibly in space. He just lashes, lashes a shot into the North stand. And um, and then a, about 10 minutes later, it's a double change. Guys, did this feel a bit late in the day for you? A Luca on for Burns, Chaplin on for Edwards. Um, no surprises that of the personnel switch, Dave, but would you yeah, have made that two, change? As we said, the two wire players weren't, they weren't horrendous yesterday. Burns, for me, didn't really figure. And as we said before, Edwards, there was just no sort of end product yesterday. So 
Yeah, perhaps ten minutes. Give him a half hour each because I thought Aluko when he came on when he came on live and things up immediately really. And Chaplin was sort of landing on the ball. I think he had a sort of right-footed shot, which he dragged yeah, just away. Just a few minutes later, yeah. Just a few minutes later. So, yeah, they say seem to be more involved. Just, just, just weren't. And yeah, just off it. <laughs> I don't know. Can't, that's hard to explain. But I think you're right. You know, Burns, that Danassian Burns, and credit to Oxford, they just didn't allow it. Really, mm-hmm. certainly first half, that you know Danassian Burns combo just didn't. Well, just didn't didn't work. Didn't see it once. Which you know, if you get well. Most of the games I've seen right in front of me when they're playing right in front of me, they're linking up pretty much most of the, uh, every opportunity, but they just didn't have that opportunity at all yesterday. So, yeah, it's slightly disappointing, I think, with those wide players. And, and second, get... second half, sorry, Rich, I say second half Plymouth, uh, Plymouth, bloody hell, Oxford, they sat, they uh, sat back, didn't they? And, you know, we, Morsey think... and Evans were getting the ball and literally they had 10 players in front of them to, to try and work through. And they, they just, as Dave said, you know, about Morsey and Evans, they didn't really have much of an influence on the game yesterday. And as we said, Friday night, Rich, whether that's because Morsey hadn't got anybody to pick a fight with, you know, he was a bit quiet, wasn't he, as well? Um, yeah, he was better second half, wasn't it? I yeah. just think they would probably, they had to probably sit back second half because they worked so hard first half. They were probably spent, you know. Uh, yeah, we, I said similar so much, so much time on the floor. Well, this is, this is, I we're going to get into it. We're cramped, but there you go. That's yeah. Ultimate shithousery coming up, isn't oh there? Oh, I've, I've, I've clocked 80 minutes. Morsey finally gets a booking after putting a few mm-hmm. late reducers on some of their players. I thought yesterday, as you said, probably a bit frustrating for him. He was always showing, um, particularly, particularly for Bailey Clements um, early on. Um, to he help did break forward a few times, didn't he? Like, like he tends to do. He did Had break shot, forward I think with first ball a few times. Yeah. Yeah, 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 finally, um, his little niggly fouls. We just, um, we just caught didn't up get around them yesterday enough, did we? We just no, didn't, no, no, didn't get around them. Danassian, second half, couple of Fabian Wilness type breaks. I thought, goodness me, but uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, never really got to the got to the line. And eighty-two. This kind of sums up my frustration the afternoon for Selena, who's trying, who's trying, but always trying too hard to do something smart and. And Bond wins an aerial duel kind of midway through a half. Oh, yeah. Falls to Salido, dashes forward. Bond has run his ass off to get um, alongside him and is completely free. But Salinas passes into his feet or just slightly behind him when it needs to be played ahead and Bond is in. Um, and that, I think, really summed up that the lack of cohesion and decision-making of the front four, really. I think, I think um, it was just a bit sloppy at times a bit careless at yeah. times wasn't it perhaps perhaps that's what it is I don't know. yeah yeah but but look nil nil we said you know nil nil draw i've seen a lot worse nil nils than that you know it's still oh, entertaining lost. right yeah. to the end we've had a few with oxford over the last few years as well oh, um, God, yeah, I, didn't, I forgot and, and about that as you said the time wasting come uh, starts kind of in the 80th odd minute onwards and the worst thing for me is how the referee kind of fell for it as well there are there are injuries here where the oxford players stay down and the reason it is annoying is because not only the referee, the, the game continues and, off, and often Oxford had a player down and their own team yeah. continued. Then eventually the referee feels, oh, what yeah. if there's an injury? I have to stop it. But then we get a drop ball. We lose any kind of territorial advantage or shape advantage we might have earned at that point. And, and basically it's a reset, isn't it? And um, 
there's there's a guy who sits near me who sat next to me for years and over the years he's got steadily steadily worse that is that would be his room 101 opposition players feigning injury i just thought his head was going to fall off yesterday this guy it was, it was and then of course he had a fold. real bl- he had a real blast at matt taylor oh taylor you cheat <laughs> and of course he limps off albeit it was like the 88th minute with yeah what appears to be like maybe a hammy or something like that but oh my god he was in his element this guy yesterday it was yeah. twofold yesterday, wasn't it? In that I'm surprised more teams don't do it. Is that when a team's breaking away, you hold your head. You'll go down, you'll hold your head. It's better. Hold your head, referee has to stop the match. Mm. Yeah. Got, you know, pretty much stop the match straight away. So you can do that, which they did do. And then one you say, Rich, was so frustrating is that the man's down. We've got the ball. Okay, whatever. That breaks down. They then attack. Their man's down. Yeah, They're happy fine. to attack with their player injured on the floor. But as soon as we get the ball back, the referee blows his bloody whistle. That's this the one got, that straight this has, got, this has got 101 written all over it. You should stop yeah. this, Rich. You should put an end to this. We need now. to save this up, don't we? <laughs> I mean, we should put it straight in there. We don't need a vote. Oh, there you go. Yeah, don't need a vote <laughs> on that. Yeah. Yeah. Herbie Kane, as you say, Eastwood goes down with cramp as well, the keeper. And the Quest highlights show that the suspicion was, um, I think, it, yes, um, the Saturday's game was his first clean sheet and 17 appearances with a huge gap in the middle because he, he lost form and the other keeper, Jack Stevens, had come in. So there was a suspicion that he was trying to hold on to his clean sheet bonus. Pigger comes on 90. Again, my question for that substitution is is why at that time? It feels so late. And yeah. as we said, Bond isolated. Um, admittedly, it's it's Pigger on for Selena rather than for Bond. And then in the dying minutes, to me, and I'm looking straight at this, Piggott is fouled off the ball, um, running into the area. Yeah. Bon and the keeper collide, Checks. and the referee focuses on that. But I think Piggott has his run upended by the defender, which is missed by the ref. At that point, we've got... Uh, is he, need to is mention he getting well. on the end of you know, his run? I don't he, think he is. I, I, no, it's just a, he, a threatening run. He's yeah. keeping up with Bon, yeah. um, but he's keeping up with play, so he's involved. But yeah, I don't think he's... He's going to get a touch necessarily, but obstruction or yeah, or I think it's what it is. Maybe it's yeah, in, in, in American football, it's blocking or something. But blocking, it's a bit naughty. The other thing I need to mention, which we didn't, which we should have talked about just a second ago, I haven't heard boring, boring someone yeah. chanted at football. I can remember Arsenal had it chanted at them during the nineties. Oh, all the time. They I can't it. remember the last it. time I would have heard a boring, boring chant at Portman Road, guys. Can you? No, no. That was, that was a blast, in the blast comments. of the past. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we've had. I'm sure we've had it at some point. But, but it um, did. I mean, it was just a joke. I mean, then the keeper finally goes down. I mean, it was just getting beyond a joke, wasn't it? It's was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And that's that's your lot. That's full time. Um, boost for the Oxford players and the ref. Um, another nil nil in this sequence of. I think it's four and five now against Oxford. Mm. I, I guess on paper, guys, not a bad result. Limited quality in the final third entertaining enough um enough there perhaps for Ipswich to have stolen the points but against the top 16 not being defeated um keeping a clean sheet is probably the the glass half full perspective um which are you but that that line or three sorry a missed opportunity for three points Craig will Start with you. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, obviously, it is a missed opportunity. You've just got to make sure that you win the away match, haven't you? You see, that having drawn with them at home and not allowing them to get away from you, um, you know, take your point um, and just say, make sure you, you try and uh, try and win the away one as well. I'm going to look at it. And to be fair, <clears throat> as Cook was, you know, walking back to the the tunnel afterwards, he was getting a decent round of applause and plenty of 
support and, and encouragement. And he was, I, you could tell he was very, very thankful, um, thankful of that as he was walking down the tunnel, you know, thanking people and bits and pieces, you know, just to keep going and keep plugging away. And, you know, as we said on, on Friday night, mate, there were going to be definitely, definitely goals in this match. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, poor Andy Warren's become a meme as well for his a, a banner in the paper over the weekend. Surely it's not going to be another nil-nil. Go on, go on, Dave, sorry. No, I had my money on stats 4-2 yesterday. I thought it was nailed on. Would have been nice, wouldn't it? Oh, actually, yeah, I need to uh, shout out to David, who who I met in the Greyhound, who pretty much convinced me it was going to be 3-1 and Edmondson was going to score. So that's where, where my uh, money went. So he owes me £4.11, he owes me, David. There you go, <laughs> and Craig will find you. Um, <laughs> uh, let's um, we'll, let's do some questions in a set. A few um, bits and pieces of plugging whilst we've got you. Um, Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk is where you can find all of the details on our, all of our socials, our podcast feeds, our video feed, and if you want to support the channel um, financially. And we've had some very generous stuff and 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 some stuff for the last couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Um, to folk, we will reach out to an individual who donated kindly on Friday evening. Very generous. So thank you for that. Um, and it only helps um, us do more of this stuff. Um, we've got the website now, obviously, we've got much more cool stuff coming up. So it really helps us just extend our reach a little bit more and increase the sophistication. And we've got plenty of cool stuff coming up over the next few weeks, as I said. In terms of shows, um, you can still watch last week's live show and pre-match show if you wanted. Our FM22 special with Dean Gripton and Joe Fares, still available as well. Um, if you've just started a new FM22 stave, some information there, um, some advice from the guys, um, as well as just insights into how the game is put together. Our usual run of shows, as I mentioned, we'll chat about Oldham. We'll probably do that Wednesday rather than do a post-match show. I think Seb will be going to that one. And Seb is back for the pre-match show, which will go out Friday morning, pre-record um, for Sunderland, which also I think Seb is going to as well. So double header for Seb. So any fans of Seb, do tune in next week. Uh, let's go to some Twitter questions. And not too many this week it wasn't pro prolific in the old twitter questions or observations so if you're one of those people who thinks ah they'll never read my question out now is the time read your we will read your if if you put it on twitter ron burgundy will read it let's start with mullet um and ever present in the twitter questions god bless you mullet is there anything to be read into our more inexperienced flank seeing more possession until aluko came on we have so many options does it hurt us when it's a tight game and decision-making is so important. I'm going to come to you, Craig, on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's probably probably a very good point um, from Mallet in, in that as when Aluko came on, we just he just kept hold of the ball more, didn't he? He, he was just making the right decisions and getting us further the pitch, but also keeping hold of it, whereas Edwards, as we say, was... Little bit, little bit erratic yesterday um, with his crossing and with his and with his shooting. Um, yeah, Burns had an off day, but I'm just, just sort of not really related to to the wide players that Mullet's talking about. But poor old Piggott, you know, crikey, he's not just. <sighs> you'd think he, he should be getting more games, even if it's just to take Bon off, just to freshen, just but another yeah. like for like replacement up front. Just give the guy longer than two bloody minutes. You know, give him quarter of an hour at least, sort of thing, just to. Try something different because just as, as you said, Richard, just wasn't at front four. Just wasn't clicking yesterday for whatever reason. Just you got the people on the bench bloody use. I mean, Paul Cook said he had to apologise to Pig. I know Pig wasn't great midweek. He's very very rusty, but you That's know, right. give, throw the guy a bone. Uh, Alex Hare asks, um, "How are the forwards creating so few chances?" It's actually been 
you know, I think we're performing quite well with the number of chances we create, which isn't isn't masses and masses. Um, Edwards and Slinian just look ineffective most of the time. Is Alex's point, Dave? Is this is this pattern of play? Is this personnel? Is it? You know, we're, we're playing Oxford yesterday. Let's not pretend that Oxford are a, a team that's just going to roll over for us. And I think they were quite effective. Um, is it? Is it just still players figuring out each other's positions? I think it is. I think it is. I think it's players. Um, you know, I think Craig alluded to it earlier on. Selina yesterday just, I said, not trying to play the Hollywood ball, but just kept trying to overcomplicate things. You know, he's 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 good enough to do at that level. He's good enough to do pretty much anything at that level. But I think it was perhaps unnecessarily complicating things. Um, personally, I think uh, Chaplin's a better bet in that role potentially. And I didn't, again, I didn't see much of the game against Colchester, but apparently Fraser had a really good game, didn't he? Alex has asked about Fraser as well, Craig. Do you know, surely it's time to try Fraser as a, a deeper line, number 10. Um, we, and he's suggesting Burns, Aluko and Chaplin in there as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I quite, I'm missing Scott Fraser. And I think yesterday was a game for him. Um, mm-hmm. He was on that yeah. coffee chat thing, which is why I was missing him. But yeah. I think he's a player who would have spotted a few Cleverer. passes yesterday. He's yeah, clever. your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think what Alex is probably talking about is playing him in what that role that Tom Carroll sort of played, didn't he? Nick? Yeah, maybe. In the, yeah. In the deep lying, like Number he played on, on, on Tuesday night. Um, yeah. Because as I say, once um, you know, Evans and Morsey wasn't coming off, they didn't really have too much to do second half in terms of protecting the, the back four. Um, and as you say, Richard, just would have been another player on the pitch who can who can pick a pass rather than you know, dribble past someone. It, would, it was one of those games where we were looking to pick a lock, right, weren't we, rather than um, you know, bat, battering a door down, I think. Um, yep. It would be interesting think... to see... Go on, Dave, sorry. No, you go on, Craig. Go on. I was going to say, it's interesting to see what happens on on Tuesday yeah. if we are going to yes, make I'm changes for, for next weekend. You know, if, if we are going to play Aluko, if we are going to play Chaplin from the start, you know, if we are going to potentially play Fraser in a, in a wide role. Um, you, know, you don't know what sort of team there's going to be on out Tuesday if we're saving those guys who could potentially play for the following weekend. Yeah. But yeah I, would, I, I would agree with Dave. I, I would have I would have Chaplin as, as the number 10. And, you know, you could put Selena in Edwards' position maybe or have Fraser out there, couldn't you now? Now he's yeah. fit again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, FPL Tractor, I'm confused by our team. Um, are we good but just not getting the points we deserve? Or actually, are we overestimating ourselves? I'm positive, but not sure I should be. Dave, your thoughts on that? Good, but good, but not getting the points we deserve. Well, you always think you get what you deserve, don't you? You know, we threw away. But you know, when you think about all the points we we've thrown away this season, through just ke- well, ultimately careless defending, most of those have uh, most of those have have come down to. So yeah, look at the season as a whole. I think we're pretty much. How we've played, given our start, things are obviously very much, very much improvement. We're on a, we're on an upwardly, upwardly mobile curve at the moment. Um, players' confidence should be, should be high now. I would have thought no reason why the confidence, confidence isn't there. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's still, it's still a bit, it's still a bit of confusion because we've got such a big squad and it's such a, so yeah, it could be such a rotational squad. You know, there's no, I think Joe or someone, maybe even Craig said it before. You know, of the twenty players say within the squad, there's no discernible drop off in standard of player when one replaces the other, which you just haven't had. We just haven't had that. But I barely, I think I said before, 
okay, League One level, but I don't think even in my time of supporting Ipswich, I've ever seen a squad like this. I've never seen such a strong, such Strength a strong squad. So, so you're almost <laughs> Cook's almost second guessing himself all the all the time. It's uh, yeah. I think I think it's harsh on Chaplin. I, I think Chaplin. I know he had that. He had that sort of in, injury that kept him out of the kept him out of the Wickham game. But I mean, he was outstanding prior to that, wasn't he? Absolutely outstanding, scoring goals, creating goals. So, Playing with confidence yeah. as well, you could tell, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the frustrating thing for me, and this isn't a question, this is a, this is an observation. And we knew about this if you listened to Mikey's show about Paul Cook with the Wigan Portsmouth fans last earlier in the year is that the subs are so late in the day. You kind of, to me, it's that because of that strength and depth, because there's no, as you said, to use your words, discern or drop in quality by making substitutions. Um, why wouldn't you just make them earlier? I think that's, I think, that's the frustration for me. I, I just couldn't understand what was the point to pick at, well, I think it was 90, yeah, even beyond yeah, 90 right. minutes. You know, if, if they did, what well, the other substitutions, I think were like 70, both on 70 minutes to yeah. throw him on then, throw him on. Yeah, yeah. And, and to that point, Alex Hare, um, it's a pity so much of our transfer and wage budget now sits on the bench. Burgess, Peggett, Penny, Harper, <laughs> Fraser. Have we made mistakes in our rush to overhaul um, or are we not using them? Which I think is probably what we're alluding to, Craig, to their best potential. Yeah. Well, you know, by virtue of signing so many players, regardless of who's on the bench, a lot of our transfer fees and wages are going to be on the bench because they're all they're all new players, aren't they? Um, yeah. In effect. It, it, we just... <laughs> Yeah, as I say, it's. I don't know whether he's he's spoiled. He's spoiled for choice, isn't he? Sort of. Dave yeah. was saying there. He is sport for choice, and as a result, you know, you, you, the guys who are in the team and who may now drop out, they can't argue that they haven't been given a decent run, and they can't argue that they're not being given decent runs during matches as well. You know, as as we say, if you're getting 70, 80, 90 minutes each match before substitutions are being made, you're getting plenty of ample opportunity I to. Think- I think looking at oh, looking yeah. at the side at the moment, the spine of the team pretty much picks itself, doesn't it, at the moment. So the spine given well, probably a bit more than that. So obviously the goalkeeper, you'd probably think Danassian at right back now. I'd, I'd include him in that now, but certainly Edmondson, mm-hmm. Morsey, mm-hmm. Bon, probably that they probably pick themselves. Evans just about maybe. And then the rest is very much it's quite fluid, isn't it? Yeah. It I, really is. And that's that surprises me why as I said, the subs aren't aren't used a little bit earlier um, because you also, if it's not working for someone and you know you've got similar quality on the bench, they need to t- time to get into the game as well, don't they? Yeah. Um, but you know, Cooks you, you, picking the I'd team. I'd be very disappointed. Yeah, I think exactly. if Pigger didn't start on Tuesday, surely he'll start on Tuesday. Yeah. He must. Yeah. He must yeah. do. And as as Craig said, I know Craig was watching the other night, weren't you, Craig? And I saw your comments on the WhatsApp, but uh, you know about about Pigger. And I think when he missed the, his kick in the in the in the in the shootout, you said, "Well, probably just about sums up his night." But that's because he's just rusty and raw, yeah. isn't it? That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So he might he... probably just got twenty goals last season, but Wimbledon, for God's sake, at that level, <laughs> you know, he's he's obviously got pedigree. Yeah. And we know about getting, his field struggles, don't we? As yeah, well, exactly you know, that. Right? Yeah, hundred. And he and he was getting positions yeah, on you, Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he was missing chances, but he was in those positions to to to, to miss them. But just, he, yes, yesterday more than any game, just Bond just needed some help. Yeah, grief, really did. Yeah, yeah. Well, fingers crossed for um, for Tuesday. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's quickly let's do the roundup. And I haven't got a bumper for the roundup. I really need to make one. Let me lob the league table up on the screen. Ipswich ninth after that draw uh, with the playoffs um, only four points away. And it's Oxford 
who occupy that spot that we are hunting down. Um, in terms of other bits and pieces in the in League One over the weekend, Plymouth um, mm. battered Accrington 4-1 away yeah. and are in pretty imperious form, albeit they've played at a game extra to Wigan. Um, but they look pretty um, solid at the moment, Plymouth. They were, we were hoping or thinking that might be the team to fall away. The team that is starting to fall away, and it's because we've uh, loosened them up for everyone else. Portsmouth yeah. um, got a 1-0 win at Wickham um, on Saturday as well. That was a good outcome for them. Um, elsewhere, obviously, a, a, um, a schedule punctuated by in, um, international call-ups. Bolton beat Crew 2-0 Crew in all kinds of problems at the bottom of the table. Um, Burton and Charlton was a bit feisty. Red card each for a scrap in the penalty yeah. area. And it was Charlton who scored their third win in four under Johnny Jackson. Going great guns there. They are up to 17th. Um, MK also um, holding in in their playoff positions in fifth. Beat Cambridge 4-1. And Sheffield Wednesday could only draw with Gillingham, and they are um, around us as well, two points ahead of us um, as well. So that top eight, nine consists of Plymouth, Wigan, Rotherham, Wickham, MK Dons, Oxford, Sunderland, Sheffield United, Ipswich, that kind of cluster of uh, Portsmouth, 10th. Yeah, so when you look at that, when you, 10th. it's when you look at that, Rich, and you see, okay, Sunderland, all right, you see they've lost the last three, but big game Saturday. They've got two games. They only played 15, so two games in hand on us. If, God forbid, we get turned over there Saturday, that's a big buffer then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Port- right. Portsmouth, are, Portsmouth are creeping up, aren't they? Only one point behind us now. Yeah. After a really terrible, terrible yeah. run, we saw them, Yeah, we? horrendous run, yeah. But yeah, Streaky Lee at Sunderland, three defeats in a row. They'll be looking to turn that around at home. And we'll be back to talk about that, as I said, on the pre-match show next Friday with Seb and I, and then on the flagship show, which will go out Monday morning, as usual, this time next week, depending on when you're listening to this, obviously. Before then, though, guys, we need to talk about Oldham on Tuesday night in this FA Cup replay, just to bit of context here. Oldham um, lost at the weekend 2-1 to Exeter, the 23rd in League 2-3 defeats. There it is, the fabled, oh, famous is. Southampton away trip FA Cup <laughs> foil, yeah. foil trophy. That, that famous but for the foil trophy and also for having a, an inflatable cock and balls in my face that day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, stock images. Uh, yeah, inflatable. It was definitely inflatable. You know, it wasn't... Uh... Inflatable filth. Um, Filth. Yeah, three losses. Twenty only... foot cock and balls, man. <laughs> Sammy Snake. Sammy Snake. <laughs> this is ten. All kinds of weird in the last five minutes. Um, yeah, so uh, this is a team that is not in form, and yet we made them look pretty good la- a couple of weeks ago. No excuses here, guys. We, we want to be getting this one sorted out and getting out of there with minimum fuss. No injuries and all that kind of stuff. And um, what's your what's your situation rotation wise or your teams? Dave, we'll start with you. Who are you expecting to come in? Yeah, you, with given the game on coming up on Saturday, you'd think probably the guy, the, the spine of the team. Maybe Haladki will get a chance in goal. I would I wouldn't expect Edmondson to play. Um, Morsey Evans. Will you thought wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I think I think so. Wolfie, Wolfie Burgess. Um, yeah, Higgert surely got to play. Um, yeah, Clements. I mean, again, he had such a great game yesterday. Would they be think, possibly thinking of him ahead for Saturday already? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's still look as we said, it's still going to be a strong side, but it'd be good to see oh, Fraser, as we've spoken about before, and you know, just speaking about those spot five, six, seven players, should be good enough, shouldn't it? My goodness me. Yep. Craig, I know. Yeah, should have got so, the job done at home, but indeed, yeah. Any any uh, other bits and pieces of selection that you would like to see, Craig? Um, no, I think I completely agree. Really, I don't know how what um, El Mazzuni's situation is. He oh, injured and yeah. out yeah, for good a point. bit. He, yeah, he hasn't gone on the bench, is he? But you know, he's. I'd, I'd like to see him him play. Um, yeah. But as you say, we've got we're not short of options, are we? Um, What's the situation with Carroll? Is Carroll fit? Do we know? He's is training, he... isn't he? He's back. Oh, he's, oh, he's, hip, he's, he's got a hip hip flexor issue. Oh, the old hip flexor. Oh, okay. Everyone's had that. Quite Craig Finbar, yeah. And has there been any news about the lesser spotted Nolan? Oh, you should uh, listen to the pre-match show. Oh, gingeritis, severe acute gingeritis. He's got <laughs> incurable as well, sadly. Yeah. That is. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> moving on swiftly, we will be back um, midweek to talk about Oldham. Hopefully, um, a nice, easy, swift. Um, a journey into the second round for the home tie against Barrow. Um, um, a bit of trivia here. Last time we played Oldham away, can you recall? I'm sure you know probably a most notable in recent years um, visit to Oldham. But the last time we played there, do you know the score? Here's one. Someone will be um, out there. Ollie Miles, are, uh, he's attacking his headphones. He probably knows. I mean, the most, the most, oh, I can't be the most recent. The, the, three, the, three. the one, the most memorable one was the 3-3. Three, three, three. was the first game of the season, wasn't it? It was. The 3 now is the most it? famous, but it was 3-3. Three, three. Correct. Oh. August 96, oh. Matthew Double and Stockwell. There uh, you go. Different one. Oh, you had a different the, one in mind. Not, not the Marshall one. Oh, no, not the Marshall one. Mason. That was that first game of the season. That was, that was 93, not... 94. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So there yeah. you go. I just thought I'd chuck that in there. We won the first three games, weren't we? And we're top until we went, I forget who beat us. Oh, yeah, Norwich. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. So, yeah, Wednesday night, I suspect for the uh, for live show, um, we'll talk about Oldham, but you guys set the agenda on that show, so do chip in. All the details, um, we'll put that on um, the website link, but it'll be down our Twitter and all that fun stuff. As I said, pre-match on Friday morning, flagship on Monday morning, all that fun stuff. Um, Blue Monday, itfc.co.uk. That's where you can find out all about it. And I will say thank you for making your Monday a Blue Monday. Thank you to Craig. Thank you to Dave. As always, guys, enjoyed that conversation. And we got much, much more out of that than I thought we had. We would. So uh, we're here 58 odd minutes later. So we've done very well. Um, does anyone have any final things to say before we say goodbye? I just can't believe you got all the way through it, Rich, without a Paul Cook. Shall What's I, going on? What shall I say? So I, I sign us off with Paul Cook. What do I need to say, though? Come on, you blues! <laughs>
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.